Mm-mm. Did y'all hear that? Because I'm still vehement. Hey, y'all. We back with another episode of Behind the Scenes Bella Podcast. This is your girl, Kalai Shireen. I am so excited today. Y'all know I'm always excited. I wake up excited. Like, I have another amazing guest for y'all today. This man has... Um, When you talk about the definition of overcome, right? Like, that's just like somebody who just keep pushing through. But this man is like the definition of perseverance and just the the tenacity it takes to make it through life. Like, I think that when we go through so many different struggles in life, it's like a depiction of how you can take beauty, you know, out of ashes. So this man today that I'm getting ready to introduce, he is a native of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, Dr. Trell Webb, also known as Dr. Dunk. This man is highly sought after as a minister, a real life speaker. Um, he just has a, such a magnanimous testimony talking about how he was saved from death and paralysis at such a young age. Um, just a whole life plus 90 year (laughs) imprisonment sentence for a murder at the age of 15. Just talking about how he's transforming lives. He is currently um, serving as the youth and culture pastor at Christian Life Center Worldwide in Atlanta, Georgia. He is also the founder and CEO of Real Life Worldwide Incorporated, which is a nonprofit organization that aims to rebuild with rebuild lives with shattered dreams, from unfortunate circumstances in all communities all over the world. When I tell y'all, this man is like, he's on prayer lines all all over the world. This is not just, what they say, not just the city, but the world, Craig. Like, this is just... This man, this man is like not just the city, but the world. Y'all understand? I want y'all to give it up today for Dr. Trell Webb, a.k.a. Dr. Dunk in the building. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, give it up. I'm so happy that you are here and that you agreed to do the podcast. Like this, I just counted all joy and a blessing that people even agree, you know, to come on the show and be interviewed because I try to bring people that actually have substance to the show. You know what I mean? So that way we not stingy with information or we not willing to share what we've been through and just talking about the beauty behind the scenes, everybody, not just behind the scenes entrepreneurially, but they have a story. Right. Like they just see the success. They see the outcome, but you like, you don't know what I had to do. Right. To get here. You don't know what I had to go (laughs) through. You know what I mean? Like you see the Bella's, but it was like a beast (laughs) at one point in time. Like, tell me how it said you escaping death. Like that's a big statement. You know what I mean? And paralysis at such a young age, at 11 years old, was yep, it? Yep. How did you do that? So, uh, first of all, I want to thank you. Oh, I want to thank you, you uh, <laughs> because I've been excited all week to come on this really? show. Um, oh, I want to I want to I want to acknowledge some great things that uh, you're doing. And so I don't thank take it for you. granted to come on here. So thank you. Um, but, yeah, I'm grateful. The reason why I'm so thankful, because I did survive death. I survived oh um, at God. 11 years old. I was shot in my stomach. Wow. I was shot in my stomach playing with a gun. Mm. Um, and a lot of people be like, you know, what at 11, you were playing with a gun. Well, I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, like right. from the slums of the slums. <laughs> so it was like, we grew up like that, but right. I was shot in my stomach at 11. 
Um, and I was paralyzed. I was paralyzed from 11 to like 13. Like from your waist down? Waist down, in a wheelchair. Really? And they say that I'd never walk again. Oh, my goodness. And so I had uh, five major surgeries. But I had a praying grandmother. Le- you know, Shout like I had Bailey. a praying grandmother. <laughs> Shout out to Helen Bailey. I'm telling. I used to listen to that testimony yeah, all the time. Yeah. What you? Somebody was praying. Yes. Somebody was sending yes. them up to Jesus yes. because from your waist down. So what was it like a T or L? Like where? So was I had your... I had like the only thing that used to work on me was my upper body. Right. So, so I had a can, colostomy you can, bag. You could lift up yeah. and everything. I okay. could lift up, but I couldn't walk. Like I had a colostomy bag well, for some that don't he know. Walk right up in here, straight up. Like I run. <laughs> <laughs> God is great, you know. Um, but at that time was some of my darkest moments because yeah. even today I, I get a chance to um, pray with people who are paralyzed. I get yeah. a chance to visit this different hospitals because I remember that was one of the darkest days of my life because at 11 years old I thought my dreams was gone. So how long did the rehabilitation process take, like, from to just not walk to, I mean, I'm sure you had to be in rehab extensively. Right. Like, what did that look like for recovery time? So I went from, from 11 to 13, I stayed in a wheelchair. At 13 years old, I had this one last major surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came out of surgery, and I started feeling my feet. Again, my grandmother prayed and laid hands on me wow. before I went in the hospital room and I came out of there. I'm telling y'all the and my toes started working. Like it's real. Wow. Like mm. my toes started oh, working. Oh no, I felt the quickening just I'm now. I'm telling you. Yeah. And so um yeah. we went through the process of, you know, really getting in tune with walking again, learning how to use my legs again, but they was moving. Mm-hmm. They was working. Mm-hmm. And so uh I can't, it took about a good six months to a year once I got out. Wow. And so at about that, at the age of 14, and I was running wild. So you, at that. 14, you was just completely rehabilitated. I was you healed. were walking, I running, was skipping. Yes, I, I was here. Because at 15, I was charged with murder. Now, mind you, I was getting ready to ask you, because I'm like, how long did the recovery <laughs> process take? Because they got you down for a murder at 15. Yeah. How you go from this to that, like, so fast? Like, what happened? So, like, I'm, like, I'm, like I mentioned so to you. So, you like, like, I'm well, I'm about to I just, thought, what happened? I thought once like, I got shot that I was, was going to be, like, the biggest gangster in the world. You know what? <laughs> so, because you, know what? you, you was think, outside like, yes. So, I- <laughs> like, yes. So, um, where the gunshot, I thought that I was going to be um, the biggest gangster in the world. I survived the 44 Magnum, so I come back on the block, like, you know, like what this up? Is, yeah, yeah. And so it just made me worse. Point. It really made me worse. Wow. And at fifteen, I was hanging with the wrong crowd. I was charged with murder and two counts of armed robbery. And wow. I was, uh, I was convicted. I wasn't facing life. I went to trial with a public pretender mm. because we didn't have no money. My mom didn't have no Not money. Not the public pretender. Yeah, you know how it go when they pretend Dang. to defend you. The, yeah, and they working right with them. Yeah. So and they ain't even looked at your case yeah. file or nothing. And so they railroaded me. I thought, like, if I just keep my mouth closed and go to the precinct, you know, wow. stick into that fake code, I'm thinking that I'll just wow. come home. But I ended up uh, going to trial, get found guilty, and I was sentenced to life plus 90 years in prison. That is a long time. Yeah. Plus 90 years. 
That's two lives. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, no. And in Louisiana, it hit different because there's no there's no eligibility for parole. Mm -mm. So nobody come home. Like, so this prison that I was in, everybody dying. Like, nobody come home. You have no hope of coming home. And so I sat in this prison day after day, like, messed up. Um, and then one day, I was in there one day, uh, my so fault. how long did you actually serve out of that sentence? Five and a half years. How did that? What? Sentence. So I was in there. God. You had angels in the outfield God. your whole life. It's about to tell yeah. me. I learned how to pray in prison. Uh-huh. So my father partner come to me one day. He was like, Dunk, if we ever going to get out here, bro, you got to pray. Because I was wild in there. He was like, you got to stop. You got to pray. And I told him something that stuck with me to this day. I told him, I was like, I don't know how to pray because mm. I used to think that watching all of these pastors and stuff on TV that I had to use these big old sophisticated words. He was like, yeah. nah, yeah. he said, come at them with your heart. Yeah. Make sure your heart right. And that stuck with me. Mm. And I, I started praying and believing what I was praying for. Um, but I didn't wow. see a change in my case until my behavior lined up with what the prayers that I was asking for. Mm. So as long as I was wilding, so in you there, was just like praying amiss at yes. first. You, but at least you were sending them up. I was praying, up. yeah, yeah. Because I understood, you were them up. yeah, I understood. Yeah. Once my behavior lined up with my prayers, wow. I read my name in the newspaper, and that's how I came. That's how what? I knew that I came hear this? home. Yeah. Wow. So from a life plus ninety, 90. years. Yes, ma'am. It was just how, what they just say it was overturned. Like so, I read my name in the newspaper. Happen? What they did was they granted me a new trial because they know I they the evidence was against me. wasn't I wasn't supposed to get found guilty, uh -huh. but I didn't have the right representation. Uh -huh. So instead of them just cutting me loose, they granted me a new trial. I went okay. back to the same courtroom, same DA, and everything. The mm -hmm. difference was now I'm a different person. Right now I'm coming in here from a place of a man of faith because mm -hmm. I know what God can do. He uh -huh. answered my prayers. And so I used to pray for 10 years credit for time served if I ever go back in there. Mm. And the day that I went back in there, they dressed me out for the go back to trial. And my lawyer come in there, they asked me, he said, we got some good news and some bad news. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know about you, but mm -hmm. if what, what would you say? Some good news and some, some bad, bad news. news. Which one you want to hear first? I was about to say they usually ask you which one you want to hear. Yeah, give me the bad. <laughs> give me the bad. Because I can handle it. So the yeah. bad news was, he said, they're coming at you with 10 years credit for time, sir. Mm -hmm. Remember, I just told you that used to be my prayer. Yeah. He don't know this. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I ended up coming home. I took a best interest plea, 10 years credit for time, sir, saying it's in my best interest that I take this plea. And that's how I ended up coming home off a life sentence. So when you got that 10 years, so how did you get out in the five? I had, I had been down four years and six months. Uh -huh. I do half a 10. Oh, so you only had to do half I had of the only, I only had see, six months see, left. See, trying to help y'all understand. So you I only, only had to do six months left because once I took the deal, I had been down four years and six months. So when you get a 10-year sentence, you, you only got to half. serve half of that. And Back then, what, then. You walk you the walk. rest off. Yeah, you on paper for the rest. Right. Yeah. And if you don't mess up no more. You off. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, how long has it been? It look a long time, no, right? No, it's been a long time. Look, but you looking now. good and understood. Oh, yeah. Know, now look. I go back in them same prisons <laughs> look, speaking and giving you know, hope. It's listen, over. No, no. You said, no, the walls will keep you, though. <laughs> listen, look, because when you come home, you clean it in the board of health. Man, <laughs> when I tell you, oh, my God. Oh, man. 
But for me, um, honestly, for me. No, it's the young ones that's looking old. I'm no, telling you. for real. No, for real. I'm for telling real, you, the young people now, you be like, how how yeah. old are you? 38? Yeah. No, they be 12. They keep them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the streets. <laughs> Look at that's you like streets. she a fool. No, just, I understand, you know. <laughs> So yeah. that is just amazing. Like, how did, oh my gosh. So during your time in prison, you just said, I'm going to just start praying. Did you start ministering in prison no. too? Or you just no. was like straight from, for when yourself? I was in with prison, the I was thugging. Like, because I had to be in Angola. You had to be somebody Angola else. Angola is one of the bloodiest prisons in the world. So oh. people was dying, people was getting raped, people getting stabbed. Oh. So I went in there thugging. Like, I went in there, I meant, for one, I was going to be a man. Yeah. For two, I was going to survive, and I stood on that. Yeah. So I had to go make a name for myself. The yeah. first day I came in there, I had to stab somebody. Oh, wow. So it was some of that. Then I was little. Yeah. So, like, you know, you grow up hearing all of these stories about this little prison, Angola. Right. Oh, my gosh. You know, and I found myself in there. And so I had to do what I had to do. It wasn't until I was in there for a while that um, I actually realized like dog man i ain't never going home and at this time my cousin oh, no. um I don't but know you ain't you ever heard of break your spirit before. though no because i no because i'm a, I'm a real one yeah like, you know like i come up i come up in the struggle the struggle prepared me for the struggle yeah struggles prepare you for a struggle right no matter what <laughs> what field you in the struggle prepare you for a struggle whether yeah. you're doing business when you don't have nothing that mm -hmm. make you grind more yeah. to run your business. Yeah. Like whatever you set your mind was just trouble. Mm. I was so used to getting in trouble. When trouble came, I knew how to stood up. But I came, it came a point in time to where um, I had an encounter with change. Mm. And I knew it was time for me to change. Because if nothing changes, nothing changes. And, yeah. and I wanted out. Yeah. And so I cried you out to God. I surrendered my life to God. Yeah. And wow. when you surrender your life to God. He performed a miracle. Wow. He performed a miracle. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I ended up coming home. So, and you home, and you are pastoring. Yep. Yep. So, tell us about your church now. Like, is it is it like a, a close-knit congregation? Like, how do y'all fellowship now? I see you do a lot of outreach yep. and prayer calls. So, that's, like, yep. Tell, tell me about that. So, I'm, I'm in position at a church, Christian mm -hmm. Life Center in Atlanta. Uh -huh. um, that I've been at since 2008, but um, so I'm a culture pastor there, you mm -hmm. pastor there, but I also pastor online. I'm a pastor for the struggle. Right. So people that's in the struggle reach out to me. I do a lot of online ministry and people call in and get saved. People wow. fly in and get baptized. They come straight off the strip club, off the pole, come there, get in like the Christ right. and get saved. So I go in prisons. I do a lot of prison ministry. So I travel around the world. Every prison I ever been in, I go back there and, and help them, mm -hmm. help them brothers and sisters that's in there and yeah. pull them back in. So a lot of my work, I do trench work. I'm in, the, I'm in the trenches. Right, like, the that's highways my people. and byways. And, my people yeah. is the struggle. Um, yeah. A lot of people that's in the industry, the rappers, they mm -hmm. saw my life. Um, my family boosted my family. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of them saw mm -hmm. God change my life. This ain't right. no play. They saw God change my life. Right. So a lot of them, I'm their prayer warrior. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they see a miracle through yeah. you, like what God can, do, you know, yeah. pretty much do all throughout your life, what he definitely. has done. All throughout your life. Yeah. 
Yeah. So when you started the nonprofit organization, like, did you think that it was going to be like as big as it is, like with your outreach and stuff? Like, or you just was like, oh, I'm going to touch a few souls. And I honestly, <laughs> that was it. I'm thinking like, I didn't. Or think, you just knew like, I'm going to be no, called to the I nations. No, I did not. I, because I was shy. I never thought that I can talk this long without cussing, to be honest. Ooh. You know, so uh, you was just you was just Captain Hook. You yeah. Was just so fucking. like once <laughs> once I saw that God had a special calling on my life for yeah. this, um, he just went to opening doors for me, opportunities for me to sh to be a beacon of love for people. Yeah. And so God just sent me. He just sent me. I had no clue that it was going to become this big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't know this. Um, but with God. Mm hmm. But God is him. Yeah, so when you dealing with like younger people, mm -hmm. like because I feel like for your ministry to be effective, the young people got to be present. Most definitely. Like the young people and the men. Most definitely. Be like clear indications to me that people ministries is effective. It's, if the church is full of women, most definitely. You be like, I don't, yeah. I don't know how many. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like women, you know, we could be emotional. Yeah. You know, we join just because. Yeah. We felt yeah. good at the time. But yeah. when men and when you get the kids involved and, yeah. you know, that's just like it lets you yeah. know, it reaffirms like God has called me, Most definitely. you know, to, to do this work. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. So what are your your plans for the future now? Like, I want to ask you like memoir questions yeah. now. Like, yeah. what are your plans like upcoming for the future? Like, so um, one of the things that I'm focusing on now um, is I got a book. Two mm -hmm. books that I'm actually Shout out to the book, y'all. Yeah, the autobiography of my life. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's going to be great. Um, yeah. I have a prayer devotional mm -hmm. because I know it worked. I know prayer worked. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very passionate about prayer. Yeah. Because it, it got me sitting It changes here. You know things. what I'm saying? So I know what it can do. Yeah. Um, but I look forward to spreading spreading my wings, letting God just send me all over. Yeah. Helping it. I want to serve. I want to serve as many people as I can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm here for. Like, yeah. I love to serve. I know that's right. Like, I love to serve. Like, I, I try to out-serve every, everybody. Every room <laughs> I come in, I'm trying to out-serve everybody, right? I know that's because right. Because God changed me. Like, yeah. this person that I am now, he he did it's, it. Right, you, know? you came a long way to get and there. And I can't help it. It's yeah. like, man, and so I look forward to what God is doing. Um, We're into real estate. Me and my wife into real estate. So oh, yeah, shout out it's to just, your wife. Yep, shout out to Tia. Um, so we just... It's, and she used to be my getaway driver. Listen. So, like, man, we live in life, run, run, man. Listen. Like, life is great. So, yeah. I look forward to just impacting and touching as many people um, yeah. as I can. Yeah, and I think that you're doing it. And I yeah. think that it's effective. Um, your ministry is clearly touching lives. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, it's clearly um, resounding with people. So I would say that you are yeah. doing exactly what you're Thank supposed you. to be doing at the moment. It's Thank supposed you. to happen for you. Thank you. Yeah. And I pray in abundance for your future too. Like, I especially, that. you know, your heart's desire that. to want to reach people. Cause yeah. nowadays you got people that it's just all me, Yes, you know, not focusing on what can you do to help somebody else mm -hmm. or help enrich other people's lives. Like that's mm -hmm. big, especially yeah. in this, dispensation period most you got definitely. people that most definitely look turn most the other dog cheek. Eat dog. look turn the other cheek and not like not the yeah. way that jesus told you yeah. to either it's like, <laughs> for, I, real. <laughs> for real it's like i ain't yeah. helping at all yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean it's just it's really hard but mm -hmm. so i guess what would you say to you know i guess you know i know you do this you know on a 
on a daily, like with ministering, but to somebody who has been where you were, like as far as being in the streets and mm-hmm. having it worldly desire to gang bang or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Like I used to sell drugs. I right. tell people all the time, you know, you could do whatever, you know, but that hustle is not going to leave you. You right. just got to apply it in different, you know, ways. But what would you tell somebody or a young man or a young woman that's 15 mm-hmm. On, about to be on that same road to mm-hmm. a murder charge yeah. or, you know, trying to prove something. Like, what would you say to them, like, to kind of encourage them if you could look back on it now? Like, right. do something else or, right. you know, what could they be doing at that age? Um, I, It's funny that you say that because um, everywhere I go, I try to keep at least a young person with me. Mm-hmm. Like you see now. Yeah. One of my man's with me now. Yeah. Um, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Yeah. Like, that's all I always like to speak to them and tell them, like, listen, like, you can finish strong. Yeah. It's not how you start. Like, you really could get up from anything. Like, you really can start over. Like, mm-hmm. you can start all over the like way that. Over. You can. <laughs> and take that same hustle, that same energy, that same push, that same zeal that you got mm-hmm. and, and do it the positive way yeah. to where you don't have to look over your shoulder. And so that's what I would tell them, like, listen. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. But if nothing changes, Mm -hmm. nothing changes. That's period. If nothing changes, nothing changes. And so that would be my advice um, for a young person that that was where I was or that's in them streets. Because them streets don't love. No, streets fake. Like straight up. Like the streets is fake. The (laughs) motto is ball till you fall. Mm. You're guaranteed to fall. Like, there's a way. See, y'all like, picking up what he putting down. I ain't even yes. that looks the ball until you fall. Ball until you fall. I don't want to fall. fall. I don't want balls. Like, there's fall. a way that you don't have to fall. <laughs> like, you could get a bag. Yeah. Like, the bag I'm getting, I don't yeah. have no strings attached. Yeah. Ball like, it tall. come with. I don't want I like that. <laughs> ball tall, tall. All right, I'm going to use that, but I'm going to give you your props. <laughs> I ain't trying to fall because I don't have to. Look, let me stand on my yeah. wallet. Look. No, for real. <laughs> for real. So, yeah. I ain't trying to go out yeah. like no sucker. Yeah. For uh-uh, real. No. Uh, there's too many opportunities <laughs> right. uh, to be great. And so that's what I would share because if I can do it, anybody can do it. For sure. I was the worst of the worst. No. I'm telling you, I was the worst. I was no. the worst. So if I can do it, if if I can see better, if I can say, you know what, enough is enough, anybody yeah. can say it. Yeah. And so I just want to be hope. I want to be that beacon of hope. Yeah. Somebody that could look at dunk life and be like, man, that's why I show it. Yeah. That's why I say there's nothing off limits with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you to see what it looked like yeah. to do everything wrong. I got kicked out of every class. I got yeah. suspended from every school. Mm-hmm. I did everything wrong. Yeah. And God still say, you know what? That's my son right mm-hmm. there. And so that's what I tell a person. If, yeah. Listen, you you are special. You are enough. Right. So, yeah. 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 I know that's right, y'all. Mm-hmm. Listen, I tell them people all the time. I'm like, every job I ever had, I think I got fired from. Probably wow. every, just about everyone, or I quit. Yeah. Like, you know, it was yeah. just like. <laughs> but that's what it takes, like, yes. you know. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This is this is good conversation. Yeah. See, I, because when you get into young people, the young people is the future. Most definitely. You know what I mean? It's oh, like yeah. if if they ain't running this how it's supposed to be Most ran, definitely. it's going to be very short-lived. Most and it's definitely. already short-lived Most definitely. now. 
Yes. You know what I mean? You got people saying, oh, Lord Raheem made it to 25. Like, dang, what? Like, like it used to be 80, thing. 90, yeah. you know, 100. Yeah. Now it's you happy if you live to see Most definitely. 15. Most definitely. And, the, and, the, and the, the realness of it is, in my position, I get a chance to see it threefold. I get a chance to see the church. That's only a hospital for the sick. Oh, yeah. It's not a country club for the saved. So okay. the church, everybody yeah. got, everybody need God. So mm -hmm. it ain't like nobody better than nobody else. That's one, one lens I see it through. But in my position, I also get a chance to travel to the prisons all yeah. around. So I'm seeing young people in there who got 100 years, oh. two life sentences, Ooh. 50 years, that made one bad mistake or, 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 or made the wrong decision. And the last thing I get a chance to speak at funerals. Mm. So I get a chance to stand over these young people and speak. Mm. And it just, it, it does me something because I'm like, oh man, like I wish I had a chance to talk to them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. that's why I love doing this because I want somebody to see this. Yeah. That may be about to make the wrong decision. Yeah. And be like, man, like. Like he's saying something. I'm not saying this for me. Right. I'm telling you that I'm seeing it from three ways. You got right. a chance to watch this podcast. Right. And turn it around. Right. And for live. Sure. So for sure. That's the realness of it. Yeah. So, yeah. You that but that is you gotta choose to live. Yes. You gotta like choose what you just said, that is a choice. You gotta yes. choose, but not only choose to live, choose which side you're gonna be mm -hmm. on. You know what I mean? Most like <laughs> that's a big deal. Yeah. And yeah. it feel great to be on this side of the street. I'm talking about the street of success. Like, yeah. It feel great to go in some of the rooms that I'm in now. I yeah. didn't even know how to sit up in a chair. Like, what? I didn't know. It's great to have mentors. Wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the things that I know now, I didn't learn this in the street, in the yeah. struggle and stuff. Like, yeah. how to carry myself, how to present myself going in certain rooms. Now yeah. I got children. Yeah. I'm teaching them how to go in these rooms. Yeah. Like, these are the things the streets don't tell you about and the industry it, it don't tell you how when all of that smoke clear how to handle yourself like you right. have to have something to fall back on yeah you can't be ignorant walking in these rooms mm -hmm. because then you behind yeah and so man i just yeah so i and you know what see i'm just listening to you so intensely because all of those things i i implement mm -hmm. like in my own daily life like you mm -hmm. gotta have those practices in place for yourself Most and for definitely. the ones that's coming up mm -hmm. after you. Yep. That mentorship is is pivotal. Most definitely. Listen, it's so important. Most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's like really, and I'm telling you, please, they need to hear this. Because yeah. if you in those, for, and I keep referring to the streets because that's where I was from. Oh, I be like that too. You know what I'm saying? Look, like, I don't know that's what I knew. And so I, 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 I can recall yeah. how having a mentor was taboo to me yeah because i used to feel as though man i'm not about to share people what i got going mm -hmm. on but it was a, it was a it was fate yeah like i need their mentors are experts at life and they save much. you they save they you save you the, they hus save the hassle so many yes. doors shut so many yep. opportunities it's like i'm trying to save you some steps most definitely Cause if you don't have this, you gonna Most bump definitely. your head a lot more times than you need to. Most definitely. Yeah, but I'm I'm so glad that a lot of leadership are stepping up. Cause yeah. God was calling talking to me about mentorship too, mm -hmm. like not just coaching, but just mentoring mm -hmm. too. And it's it's so much of a different I dynamic. Think be great. Oh yeah, well I've been doing coaching, but mentoring yeah. is something totally different. different. 
Yeah, it's the the whole accountability level yeah. is completely yeah. different. Coaching is more like, all right, yeah. come on, we out. Yeah. Mentorship is like, listen, I need you. Yes, it's accountability. Yeah. Is did you put the I here? Did you cross the? But T I'm gonna here? tell you what's so great. <laughs> I'm because I do it, and I'm gonna tell you what's so great about it is the reward though. Oh yeah, the reward when That's you, the best when part. they come back and say, uh huh, you know. Yeah, Thank you. It worked. It worked. Right. So yeah, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. But your heart got to be right. For sure. For sure. For yeah. sure. Especially when you when you're trying to be a good leader. Anyway, yeah. now when you got people that run up and be like, "Oh, I'm a leader," and you yeah. be like, uh. yeah. "But yeah, when you really highly effective and you want to make sure that you're making a great impact, those things matter to Most you. Definitely. Yeah, to be in the right spirit mm -hmm. when you're doing it." Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, I know we we only got a certain amount of minutes on the podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? We just be talking and talking yeah. and talking. But tell us some things that you got going on, like coming up. So I have um, actually I'm doing Bes a reality your, show. I know, you, I know besides your book, but yeah. you said reality show. So I'm doing show. a reality show, mm -hmm. which is super dope. Okay. It's, not, it's, it's like a docuality. Okay. Camera's been following me around with my life. Um, docuality. Yeah, because I wanted, I wanted them, like, people get a chance to see me for 30. You know when you go on social media, go mm -hmm. live, you're only on there for about 30 minutes. Right. So they don't get a chance to really see. Mm -hmm. I want people to see what God, God is performing miracles in my life for real. Yeah, yeah. Like people getting healed of cancer. Yeah. Um, people coming off the streets like like real gangsters come and turn yeah. their life around. Like people need to see yeah. this. That's not, yeah, yeah. And they need to see impactful. yeah, and yeah. they need to see what a real friend look like. Yeah. Like I serve my people like for real, for real. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we our life have really changed right. for real. Like, right. you know, like and so just to be able to put this out so the masses can see. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm very excited about yeah. I'm very much excited about that. Um I know that's right. So, so so where can we find you on social media? Social can media. we find you on Instagram, yep. Facebook, Twitter? What's your yep. Instagram? So my handle? Instagram is Dunk Speaks. Okay. D O N K S Speaks. Okay. Um, on across all platforms, gotcha. uh, Facebook is the same thing, Dunk Speaks. Okay. Um, Twitter, I am Dunk. Okay. Um. And if you're looking for me, I'm in them trenches. <laughs> <laughs> he said, catch me I'm there. You ain't never there. <laughs> I'm in them trenches. I'm outside. I'm outside. Yeah. Listen, it has been an amazing conversation. Thank you so much, Dunk, for, for joining Behind the Scenes Bella Podcast today. It's your girl, Kalai Shireen. I love y'all. I love everybody. Until next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> yes, that was good.